Everyone has questions. Why am I here? Where will I go when I die? Is there really truth? But not everyone has biblical answers. Welcome to the Pastor Study, a ministry of pastorstudy.org. Join us now as we study the Bible to draw closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Tom Brock. I wish. Welcome to the Pastor's Study. Have you noticed, like I have the last couple of years, we see so many more Muslims in our town, and maybe you do too. And what do they believe? And then there's a whole other religion called Hinduism that we don't see many Hindus in America, but what do they believe? We're going to spend most of the time talking about what do Muslims believe, but at the end we'll talk about Hinduism too. We have the perfect guest, and I want to introduce to you uh, da uh, Reuben David. Yes. Reuben David is a journalist by profession, born and raised in India, Yes. and he was former professor of North Central University. He's got degrees in journalism uh, from uh, Regent University, mass media, psychology. He also got a degree from Bangladesh. Bangalore University in India, and you being born and raised in India, yes. uh, the, the, what's the percentage of Christians in India? Uh, they say officially 3 to 4 percent, but and, uh, unofficially it's about 5 percent. And you were raised a Christian? Yes. Yes, you were. Yes, I was. All right, so now, are there more, what, what we want to do for this half hour is really get into what the, what the other people believe. Mm -hmm. and. In India, for instance, are there more Muslims or Hindus? It's an interesting question. India has more Muslims than Pakistan has, about 150 million Muslims in India alone. Okay. And prior to the 1947 uh, independence of India, uh, Pakistan was part of India. India, along with Pakistan, would have made the largest Islamic uh, population in the Asian continent. In India, are there more Hindus than Muslims? Yes, of course, okay. the predominantly uh, major religion of India is Hinduism. Okay. And then you have Islam, okay. then you have uh, Buddhist, and then yes. you have uh, Christians. Christians, uh, Christians, Muslims, and Jews are monotheists. We believe in one God. Yes. Hindus are polytheists, believe in many gods. Multiple gods, many. L let me ask the big question. Do Jews, Christians, and Muslims mm -hmm. worship the same God? Oh, no. That question I get asked all the time. And my answer is, no, we do not believe in the same God that the Muslims believe for a simple reason. We believe definitely in a monotheistic God, but our definition of God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's a triune element to our God. One God, three persons. Yes, and in the Muslim tradition, their theology, God is simply one, is an entity with nothing in, in him as, as a diversity. Right. And we believe Jesus is God. Yes. For a Muslim, it's a heresy to totally. say Jesus is God. So when people say, well, we all believe the same thing. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. For the Muslim, Jesus is only a prophet, and uh, they adore him as a great prophet. But when it comes to the deity of Jesus, mm -hmm. it's a blasphemy. But a few of the things, mm -hmm. they're right. I mean, they, they believe in the virgin birth of Christ. Yes, and I ask this with a lot of Muslims. How come you accept one supernatural element of Jesus and deny another supernatural aspect of his life, that is, his resurrection? Right. And they little, you know, they get confused on that. L let's talk about the history because a lot of people don't know the history of Islam. Yeah. When did it start and who started it? 600 years after the birth of Jesus, roughly, is when uh, Muhammad, who was a peasant, you know, uh, an illiterate peasant, 
had a vision in a cave uh, according to Islamic theology and angel Gabriel appeared to him and gave him a revelation and that is how Quran was given to Muhammad eventually it was transcribed by the scribes that he had mm -hmm. and Quran they believe came to them from heaven in Arabic script okay and so that starts this movement, and then they went out and conquered, didn't they? There was yes. a lot of worship, oh, yes. warfare. Yes, in the history of Islam, you know, this religion spread in the early years. There was a lot of concessions that Prophet Muhammad made because he was yet to seize much power. But when he became very powerful, then the Jews and the Christians were intimidated, and they were pretty much uh, subordinated to the Islamic religion. Prior and later on in, the U in, in, in Europe, which was Christendom, Islam marched pretty pretty heavily there, trying yeah. to conquer. They came all the way to uh, Spain, Spain yeah. and that is in, I think, 1673. And let me ask you this. Uh, mm. For a Christian, the yeah. way we're saved, the yeah. way we get to heaven is not by our good works. It's only by Christ's death on the cross yes. and resurrection by which we are saved. Grace, not works. Yes. If you ask, first of all, do Islamic people believe in heaven and hell? They have an idea of heaven and hell. Okay. And uh, so their concept of heaven is if you subscribe and ascribe and follow the teachings of Muhammad and make your confession that Muhammad is the only prophet, that's your ticket to heaven. It is. And you, is it true if you die for, you know, you hear this, yeah. that if you die for uh, Islam by crashing your plane into a building, you get, is it 72 virgins? In yes, there? yes, that is that uh, in is the that Quranic. The, is, is yeah, that, it's, I think it, it's in the Quran. It as, is. Yeah, as well as another uh, book called the Hadith which is a uh, kind of a supportive book along with the Quran. How do they think you're saved? How can you get into how do you get into heaven according to Islam? According to Islam, salvation is by you keeping the laws, following the traditions, keeping up with all the precepts that Quran talks to you. It's a measure of works. It's is a measure of works. Is there forgiveness of sins in Islam? They talk about it, okay. but I see that when I talk to Muslims, they are still yearning and longing for that deep assurance that the sins are forgiven. Like you and I can know we're saved because yes. the Bible promises, exactly. believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. Yes. Do Muslims know they're saved or do they think they I have saved? asked that question with some of my Somalian friends and they tell me, no, I'm not sure, but, but I keep working towards it. So mm -hmm. when are you going to be really sure? I don't know. Okay. It simply hangs over them. Do they believe hell is eternal? Punishment? They do that. They do. They believe that hell is eternal. Okay. Yes. And so, what are the pillars of Islam? Do you remember? What is it? Yeah, four there pillars? are five, five, five pillars. pillars. One is fasting. Okay. Another one is almsgiving. Another one is you got to make a trip to Mecca once in your year. And then you have to make Once in your life. Once in your life, yes. And what if you don't? If you don't, you lose your brownie points. Okay. And what was, <laughs> what was number five? And another one is your confession that Muhammad is the only prophet okay. and that there is only one God. And that's why they shout Allah Akbar because they're confessing okay. that there is only one God and Muhammad is his only prophet. So Allah Akbar, which is what they yell when they crash into a building, yes. what does that mean? God is great. Okay. God is great. My. And I don't know what, in what oh. sense God is great My. when you go on committing these crimes. Well, the, the thing is, I, I read the International Christian Concern monthly uh -huh. newsletter on uh -huh. persecution. The worst persecutors on the planet, with the possible exception of North Korea, which is atheist, right, are the Islamic regimes. Yes. And, and so, I mean, when, so, when a president might say, well, that's just the lunatic fringe, yes. overwhelmingly Islam is a religion of peace. 
Is that true? As an observer, as somebody who has lived in an Islamic culture also in India, I can say this. Yes, I accept and I agree there are good Muslims around the world, but I'm talking about the theology that does prescribe mm -hmm. certain forms of violence if you don't fully adapt to what Quran says. Let's ask that question. Does the Quran or other holy writings from Islam actually yes. teach that if these people won't convert, you can kill them. Does yes. it say that? Yes, it does say that. It's in the book of Quran. In fact, in, in Indonesia, which is an Islamic state, it's a state law. It's, uh, it's, it's a law that if you convert from Islam to any other religion, you're committing apostasy, and you can be in prison. You can be and killed. And killed too. I mean, when we see beheadings yes. of, of journalists, yes. and this woman, this Christian woman who left Islam for Christianity, she was, I mean, with lots of Christian prayers, she, I think she escaped. I mean, she yes, got out of there. Yes. But they do, in some instances, kill people yes. who have le left Islam. For, Absolutely. And, and not only just kill people on the site, official government killing of the people. Right. And where is that happening? Lot, a lot of places in Iran, in parts of Pakistan, in parts of Libya, Syria, much of these Islamic Sudan. nations. Sudan, yes, a big time in Sudan. Mm -hmm. Even in Pakistan, which is supposedly a kind of a little bit of secularism there, but it's not though. Yeah. They still have the blasphemy laws where you could be killed. Do you ever, all right, so we've talked about how they're saved by good yeah. works, basically. Yeah, good works. And their view of God is not, that they don't believe in one God and three persons. No. Um, do you, I mean, when you see Islam spreading, mm. is it really spreading? Because, I mean, I, I'm, this is going to sound funny. I <laughs> think... And I, it's horrible that they're doing it. Mm -hmm. But when, when they behead someone mm -hmm. in the name of Allah, right. that's a good advertisement for Christianity. Who wants to be a Muslim if that's what it's all about? Exactly. You know? you're so right. is, is Islam spreading, or is it just that they're having big families? Yes, I will say it. Yes, they're having big families in Europe, you know, as opposed to the white families, the Muslim that families that have more kids. And yeah. I believe in Europe, the most popular name for baby boys is Muhammad. Oh, my. And much of my. France. Is that true? Yeah, it's true, yes. And polls repeatedly show that. Parts of France and Germany and Sweden, you'll see an influx of Muslims there. And England has given way, way, way much. Yeah. Parts of England is a no-go area because it's totally Islamic. And I believe there are ambitious plans by the Muslim groups in England to build a large mosque bigger than St. Paul Cathedral. All this is to show that they are advancing, moving, propagating, and increasing in number. All right. All right. So they're increasing in number by having big families. Yes. Are they increasing in number by bringing other faiths to their faith? Does that happen much? It does. You know, I was recently uh, 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 was listening to a documentary in Texas about how former Baptist women, you know, especially women, are converting to Islam. And the uh, reason they give is, oh, we feel a sense of modesty by being a Muslim woman. Oh, my, my. I guess that's an extreme form of, uh, you know, experience because they feel like some of being a Christian has destroyed their modesty and now becoming a Muslim is giving them back their modesty. Well, well what do you say to this? <laughs> when, they, when they call America the great Satan, yes. part of me thinks they've got a point. America is the biggest producer of pornography worldwide. Yes. We've got abortion all over the place. Yes. We've got the filthiest TV shows in yes. America. Yes. And and now gay marriage in a number yes. of states. What do you say to somebody who <laughs> says, how come 
these Muslim countries have morals. They don't mm -hmm. even have, they don't, can't even drink, in, right? Is, yeah, is, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, in certain countries you can't even have a drink. How come these, these Muslim countries have higher morals than these supposedly Christian countries? What would you say to that? It's a very, uh, very, very complex question. I do have to say, yes, there are lots of wrongs in our country. We have to accept that. We have to own up to that. Uh, things are not what they look like. Well, Hollywood spews out mm -hmm. all kinds of nonsense and uh, immorality across the world. So there's a certain truth to this, uh, to the fact that yes, uh, it's immoral in many parts of the Western world. But that is not to say that America or Western nation as such has uh, spawned out of a religion that teaches that. You mm -hmm. know, Christianity doesn't teach that, but you know, people because they're fallen human beings, they, they tend to do that. Well, here's where it gets even worse. Yes. When you've got liberal mainline denominations. Yes. Like the ELCA Lutherans. Right. The United Church of Christ. Their bishops are promoting abortion rights. That's right. And, or homosexual marriage. Then you're really going to confuse these poor Muslims. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a serious point of contention. We have to wake up the American church. You yeah. just cannot go on the way you're going. You've got to be a true witness to the teachings of the Lord Jesus. If in some of these countries you leave Islam and become yeah. a Christian, yes. you can die. Yes. At the very least, you'll be shunned. Yes. So my question is, are people in Iraq, Pakistan, right. Sudan, yes. are many of these people coming to Christ? Yes. Are, are you talking about the Muslims coming yes. to Christ? Yes. There are. I mean, repeatedly I hear stories about visions and dreams and how Jesus appears to them in their dreams and how Jesus comes to them in their visions yeah. and all oh, they, hear, they hear voices about Jesus. I, I've been told the same thing too. Because he is so banned in their country, yes. he shows up in their dreams. He does. He does. Yeah. He does. And are there a lot of underground Christian, yeah. Christians that aren't really bold about it because of their yeah. neck? But um, uh, is that happening? In Iran, yes. Uh, there are a lot of underground churches in, in Iran which secretly meet and you know, have their little Bible studies, uh, knowing very well that they are, will be targeted. Mm -hmm. But such movements are many in many parts of those Middle Eastern countries. In fact, Saudi Arabia, you can't have a church. You literally have to shut your doors and worship inside without any noise coming out. Mm -hmm. And so there's uh, serious issues. Aren't there also, because they ban like Jesus in Iran, yeah. but aren't Christians... Um, broadcasting radio shows into Iran that they yes. can't stop. They can't stop that. And now with technology, with Facebook and you know Twitter and the social media is expanding. And so you pretty much you can download your Bible on your you know, iPhone and then you can read them. And so in some sense, uh, technology has leveled it. Uh, it's it going to be a tough battle for the Muslims to fight that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the gospel will go whether they like it or not in some form or fashion. And uh, again, where are the toughest countries in the world to be a Christian right now? Saudi Arabia. Is it? Yes. Even though supposedly there's, just, there's such it's a, a It's a political ally of the U.S., but rarely does America get involved in its internal affairs. For example, we in America allow mosques to exist, but Saudi Arabia, though they are an ally and a friend to us, they wouldn't allow a church to exist. Mm -hmm. Now that to me is always a big question. Yeah, Why yeah. is it? And can you have a church in Pakistan? Yes, you can. Oh, you can. You can have a church in Pakistan. In Iraq or Iran? Iraq, definitely. There's a church in Baghdad. Okay. And so Saudi Arabia is really very strict. Okay. And I think next is Iran. It gets a little tougher okay. there, too. Okay. So there are these quasi-secular <coughs> Muslim states. Which How do about allow. This, the part of Sudan that is now under Sharia law? Am yeah, I Sharia right? law. Yeah. Would they allow a church? They could be churches, but definitely under attack. Okay. Yes. Because we've been reading 
of whole villages being yes. sacked. Oh, raised the, to the ground. Yeah, and, and Christians just being yeah. slaughtered. Oh, yeah, even, uh, even as of recently we're hearing that. Well, and where is that going on? It's in northern Nigeria, Sudan, parts of Libya, Syria. You will see Muslim minorities yeah. constantly being attacked and targeted. And, and was it Syria or Lebanon, I read, used to have a big Christian population. Now it's way down. Yes, they were the Coptic Christians. Yeah. They are being numbered out. Where is that? It's in Syria and Algeria and in those pockets of uh, Sudan? northern Africa. Sudan too, the little okay. pockets here okay. and there. Are pretty much, you know, going out of ex uh, out of existence. So you can't help but wonder why is God allowing this horrible mm -hmm. ISIS stuff? Mm -hmm. People being beheaded on television, and again, horrible as it is, yeah. I can't help but think the mm -hmm. devil is overplaying his hand, because it's going to make people think I don't want to become a Muslim. Yeah, you're right. And, and what would if some if if you were a Muslim, you probably would respond, yeah, but that's the lunatic fringe. You got mm -hmm. that in Christianity yes, too. Yes. What would you say? I would say this. Yes, we do have certain fringe elements in Christianity, but they cannot justify that based on the scriptures. But you'll have this fringe minority, so to speak, within Islamic fold, which mm -hmm. they can justify okay. based on the scriptures. All right, scriptures. and just to literally play the devil's advocate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like well, that. you've got in the Old Testament God telling yes. Joshua to go in and yes. kill all the people in town. Yes. How do you justify that? I justify that in the sense, in the Old Testament, there was a dispensation in the way in which God revealed himself and acted. But that dispensation has moved on. Yeah. Now and that God set up a theocracy. He did. And we don't have that we anymore. We don't have that anymore. Yeah. Well, let me ask this. You know, when you and I pray, we, you know, normally just don't write, read prayers out of a book. We, yes. we have a real relationship with, with God. God. We talk yeah. to God. When Muslims pray, mm -hmm. do they have that or is it mostly written prayers or do they have that kind of thing? There are some written prayers also, but predominantly, uh, in the Islamic world, I know many Muslims in India who do pray with their own words. They do. They appeal to God okay. in their own words. But it's also always a prayer that is postured out of fear and dread. Okay. Ours is postured in terms of, I have a father in heaven that yeah. I can talk to. Yeah. For them, it's a judge out there that I have to talk to. I have to appease him. Yeah. And you know, you reminded me many years ago, I had a mm. sinful week. Mm. And I got on my knees and prayed before I went to bed, asking God to forgive me. And, and then I went to sleep. Mm. I had a dream that night I that I saw a man ah. in a long robe wearing a turban like a Muslim. Mm. He got on his face and he prayed. Mm. And he didn't get up. And he kept wow. praying and praying. And wow. he never got up. And wow. in the dream, I heard a voice say, his God is an unforgiving God. And I knew that the reason I could get up is because I have Jesus for the forgiveness of my sins. Yes. And when, when the Muslims pray, is it five times a day they're supposed to pray? Yes, five times a day they're supposed to pray. They turn toward Mecca? They turn towards Mecca. And when they do those five prayer times, is that a set prayer that everybody says or is that an informal prayer? No, it is up? a set prayer. I've, I, I've observed that and I've asked a lot of Muslims. And it what do they pray? They pray to Allah, exclaim His greatness, adore His greatness. There are 99 names for Allah in the Quran. God the benevolent, God the merciful, and God okay. this and God that. So they exclaim God with all these names. I'm sure they're also petitioning God in the same process. Okay. Uh, again, posturing towards a God who is that dreaded judge, who is up there watching you. Does the, I, I've heard this and I don't know if it's true that the word Allah mm. originally was a false god in one of the tribes or something. Is that like, true? Yes, there is a legend that believes that. You know, okay. It's the moon god. Okay. Moon god. In fact, the Islamic 
understanding of the word God is monadic. By that I mean a single entity. Uh, ours is monotheistic, God mm -hmm. in three and three in one. And so the, the word Allah is, a, is, a, is an Arabic word. Well, and I've heard that mm -hmm. when a Christian missionary is witnessing the gospel mm -hmm. to a Muslim, mm -hmm. he'll use the word Allah yes. as the generic word Generic word, yes. Is that okay? Generic word, but you always have to make sure how you mean that word when you're speaking to a Muslim. Okay. Because we, we, we don't want him to hear the word Allah in the way that a Muslim would, would, would speak to him. Uh-huh. And, I mean, they believe God created, the, would they believe most of the book of Genesis? They do, you know, if you read the Quran, it, to me, as I read it, it's, it's bits and pieces of the stories from the Old Testament. Okay. All bordered in and patched up here and there. Okay. It has more of the Judaic, uh, the, 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 the Judaistic faith and, and the Christian faith and all of that okay. uh, rolled in. Let me ask you this. I've been a Christian many years. I've only had one Muslim who converted to Christianity who I baptized. I, I didn't convert him, yeah, somebody else did. Wow, but he came to me for baptism. Mm. Have you ever led a Muslim to the Lord? Or yes, you have? In India. Oh, yes. in India you in have. India, yes. And am, is it easier to convert a Muslim? I mean, <laughs> is it easier to convert a Hindu than a Muslim? Again, it's obviously subjective. It depends yeah. on what stage in life they are in and okay. what they're going after. But because of the pressure, I would yes. guess it's harder to convert a Muslim. Definitely so. Is it? Definitely, is it? Okay. definitely. If a Hindu converts, yes. will he get all the shunning? That no. Oh, is that right? No. Predominantly, no. But there could be pockets of Hindus who might face that, but not uh, in the way a Muslim faces it. There is no apostasy law in all Hinduism right. that's going to go for you when you convert. About three doors down from me is a Muslim family. Okay. They really keep to themselves, mm. so I've never really had a conversation with them. Mm. If someone watching this program has a Muslim at work or, yes. or a friend, yes. how do you share the gospel with the Muslim? Be the best human being you can be. Go with love, befriend them, invite them to your house. Show them that as Christians we love. Love is our language. Show them that we really love. Have them over for dinner. Talk to them. Befriend them. And share with them that beyond doctrines and definitions and dogmas, there is a God with whom we can have a personal relationship. Now, that personal relationship concept is not existent in the Quranic tradition or in the Quranic theology. Mm -hmm. That I can call God as Father mm -hmm. does open up doors in the Islamic mind, in their mm -hmm. hearts, because they're longing for it. Okay. And I would say, befriend them, talk to them. You make the first move. Call yeah. them, you know, let them know that we are all about love. Good. All right, <laughs> good. And, you know, back to Europe, you were talking about. Yes. There was a movement, I think, uh -huh. in Holland to somehow put a kibosh on all the Islamic laws and, or the people. I mean, you know, Europe kind of kicked God out of Europe it years did, ago. Yes, yes. And very few people go to church in Europe. Yes. And now the Muslims are overrunning Holland. And right. my opinion is, it, they say to God, we don't want you. And God's response is, okay, you get Islam. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it is. You know, you know? <laughs> I don't know, but that's what I, I'm wondering if that's true. <laughs> and tell me about what are some of these countries doing that are trying to protect themselves from some of the more radical elements. What's, I mean, like what in Europe? Yes. Much of Europe is pretty quiet with this. You know, in the name of multiculturalism, they have opened their arms so wide that they've allowed too much inside, mm -hmm. and now that is actually biting them back. For yeah. example, in France, you know, all this multiculturalism is so huge 
the Muslims in France want their own way of doing things that goes opposed to the Western ways of mm -hmm. life, wherein, for example, the clothing, the mm -hmm. abaya, yeah. And we'd like to see your face. They say, no, I can't show And, you know, face. we believe in freedom of religion in yes. America. We, right. we love Muslims. We want to convert them to Christ. Yes. And, and we want to uh, lo love them. But we, we want to allow freedom of religion in America. Because that's, that's right. we, we, you can't force anybody nope. to be a Christian. No, no forcing. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we only got a couple minutes left. Mm -hmm. Real quickly, yes. what, do, what do Hindus believe? Hindus believe also in the concept of a god. But that concept of a god in the Hindu tradition or theology is a nebulous, amorphous concept. God is energy, God is force, uh, God is not a being. Although they have incarnations of this force exhibiting in the form of a being in multiple fashions, but the ultimate creator is not necessarily a being. That's why Hindus believe in Maya and Nirvana, which simply means I become part of the ocean, I become uh -huh. part of this mystery, yeah. I when lose they, myself. When they die, they don't go to heaven, they become absorbed into the absorbed universe? Absorbed into this universal reality called God in their own language. Do they have a hell? They believe in a concept of a hell. Do they? Where you do pay for your punishments. Okay. It's a different understanding of hell. How do you get saved according to Hinduism? In Hinduism, there's a big belief in you trying to appease the gods and sacrificing animals. So there's a kind of an Old Testament pattern And there. if you don't get it right, you have to come back. You have to come back. Reincarnation. Reincarnation. And I say to the Hindus, if you look at the Jesus on the cross, every blood that he shed, basically he went for you, so he became the sacrifice. So you don't have to come back. That, yes, <laughs> that's right, that you're yeah. trying to do it. Yeah, good. Yeah, well, we're going to put your website on the screen here, everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, Ruben has a, a, a ministry, and uh, here's his website. Uh, we're going to pop it up right here, uh, truthspeakinternational.org. If you have more questions or you're interested in this topic, uh, truthspeakinternational.org. And uh, we've just got about one minute left, but you know, why don't we take a minute yeah. and pray for the, the Muslims and the Hindus? Yes. Do you mind leading us in that? I would love Let's that. Let's just all pray. Yeah. Father in heaven, we thank you and we praise you for this wonderful privilege of coming to your presence through your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, for our dear brothers and sisters uh, in the Muslim world and for our dear brothers and sisters in the Hindu world. I pray that they will have a revelation of yes, who Jesus Christ is, mm -hmm. that you died on the cross. Mm -hmm. you, were, you tasted death for us, defeated death for us and you rose again mm -hmm. and now you are alive. Amen. May that revelation be granted to everybody who is watching this program, Lord. Amen. Ultimately, Jesus, it is you who saves us. It is through you we come to heaven. May that be the revelation yes, granted to all of us. In Jesus', Jesus precious name, name. Amen. amen. Well, Reuben, thank you so much thank for being you. on the air thank with you. us. Uh, mm -hmm. Pray God will bless your ministry. Thank you. Everybody, go to pastorstudy.org, two S's, if you want to watch this show or any show. We put all of our shows for free on the Internet at pastorstudy.org. Pray for us. If the Lord nudges you to help us, stay on the air. Again, the, the uh, address will be on the screen in a minute. And God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for watching the Pastor Study. You can watch more of our programs at pastorstudy.org. We are on the air preaching the gospel of Christ because of our generous support of you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? 
you may do so at pastorstudy.org or write The Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55441. May the blessing of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you today and always. <laughs>